Hi, and welcome to Finding Drishti Podcast. I'm Terry Cohen, a yoga teacher out of Austin, Texas. New this season as a visual supplement to the instruction in the podcast are videos on my YouTube channel. Search Finding Drishti on YouTube and subscribe for the latest videos. Take a seat and listen in. Today would have been my parents' 46th wedding anniversary. Uh, my dad passed away about five years ago, and um, every May 1st uh, is a little bit of bittersweet because we always, you know, wanted to give them a call and wish them happy anniversary, and we definitely still send those messages to my mom, but we, we miss my dad incredibly, and that deep grief is something that uh, I'm, I'm still processing. Um, we've had, I, I saw this meme actually, um, one of my ABP students had shared it, she's a therapist, and it was like seven different types of grief. So there's, you know, very sudden, intense grief, like losing someone through death. There is cumulative grief, which is talking about when you're still kind of in the heat of processing one grief and then you have like another loss and another loss and it just accumulates to a place where it feels so much bigger and stronger than even just that initial grief that had started. Um, there was also anticipatory grief, which is like impending grief, like you know you're going to lose something later and um, that also is affecting. And then there's there were some other ones like ambiguous grief, which is a little bit of what we're experiencing right now is that we can't quite pinpoint this feeling of loss that we have. Um, it's not like a tangible kind of loss, but the, the loss of like the life that we had before, right? The loss of being able to just go to the store and go about our lives and um, not feeling these restrictions that we're, we're under. And all of those different types of grief are affecting us. And so um, this is a good time, I think, for us to really sit and um, take a look at how our mental health is. And I know for a lot of people that I've talked with, um, it's been up and down. I mean, those of you guys who've been tuning into my morning meditations, there, there were days in there where I was like, I'm not, I'm not into engaging in, in life right now. I just want to lie in a hammock and pretend that I don't have children and pretend that I don't have obligations and chores and things to do. And um, I, I just want to like numb out. And I think we've all had those types of experiences throughout this pandemic of I'm, I'm so exhausted, mentally exhausted from taking everything in that I, I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do anything. Um, and I think that's all, all part of the, the, uh, the strong emotions and this roller coaster that we're all experiencing. So definitely check in on your own mental health, check in on your friends, on your family. I've been trying to send, um, I got on Marco Polo at the beginning of the, of the Rona and I didn't really understand how it worked, but it's been nice to send little video messages. And so um, I try to, on a weekly basis, um, send little video messages to some of my friends that I know who are 
really having a, a, a hard time being in isolation. Um, and it's interesting to me because a lot of these people who are experiencing this that I've talked to, they're very introverted um, naturally, but they still need socialization, right? So being introverted doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want to engage with people in general. It just means that you process your energy differently from a social basis than the extroverts who like constantly need to get out and do something. So check in with your, your people and send them a quick text, um, a video message, a voice message, because we're all grieving on different levels. We are all grieving uh, loss of what we experienced before, um, you know, trying to adjust to this new normal, this middle normal. I don't know if we're in the new normal yet, but this is our current normal of being contained and changing how we shop and how we get groceries and how we manage um, just our home lives. And also for work, we're, we're all kind of changing how we worked, even for the people who have been working from home, that was their normal. Um, but they still had evenings and weekends to see people face to face. So this is just a really tough time that we all need to, you know, recognize each other's losses, recognize our own losses of what we're dealing with and giving ourselves space to feel everything that's in between. So um, today's meditation will be uh, one of Tonglen meditation. This is a practice that I come to often. It's a Buddhist meditation and it's a, a practice of giving and receiving using your breath. And so with this understanding that we are all grieving in one way, shape or form, whether that is an immediate loss, um, friends have lost family members uh, to COVID-19, or if it's another loss that you've already been processing and are still processing, or it's this loss that we are all experiencing, a loss of our old normal and trying to figure out how do we transition to this current normal and eventually having to anticipate whatever this new normal is going to be. So the practice will be inhaling that suffering whether that's our own suffering, our friends suffering, our families, society suffering, feeling that process inside of us. And when you exhale, you're giving something back out, whether that is love, compassion, empathy, um, positivity, or just trying to wrap up whatever that suffering is and, and just give a little bit of uh, good vibes, good juju back. So sit up nice and tall. We're going to be adding a little bit of heat between the palms. I always like this as a tactile way to just remind us of what we're experiencing. Go ahead and close your eyes. You're gonna set one hand over your heart and one over your belly and feel that heat transfer from your hands onto the body. Take a full breath in through your nose. Slow down the exhale, feel it deflate out of the body. Now start to bring to mind who you would like to dedicate your practice to today, your breathing practice, your meditation practice. 
Maybe it's a friend or a family member you know who's having a really hard time. Maybe it's somebody who you know is suffering um, financially, economically. They're having a hard time getting ends to meet. They're not sure when they're going to get unemployment. There's a lot of uncertainty for them. Maybe you want to dedicate your practice and focus your breath on the healthcare workers or grocery workers, people who are helping to not only treat us if we do get sick, but the people who are serving us, who are giving us this infrastructure, um, holding up this very fragile infrastructure of getting food and essential items to us. And as you breathe in, whatever they are experiencing, imagine that there's a really bright white light in the center of you that's able to incinerate, burn up, whatever that suffering may be. And then we wrap it in love and understanding and compassion and breathe that back out. Part of this Tonglen meditation practice is really allowing ourselves to see somebody else's suffering. To be able to get down on the same level as their suffering. This is not a practice of a hero complex where you're coming in to save the day for anyone. But it's to get down onto the floor where they might be crumbling. It's being able to listen in on their suffering and be able to relate to it. And we all have the ability inside of ourselves to wrap that up into compassion. Wrap that up with our empathy, our understanding, our humanness. And we're offering that back out. Sometimes we feel so helpless when we hear others expressing their suffering. You know, I have moments where I feel like, man, if I just had like a million dollars to give away, that I could help pay people's mortgage or rent so that they could get by for a few more months. If I could pay for their groceries for the week, the month. If I could put a little bit of savings for them to start a little 
emergency fund. And we're not all in a position to give in that capacity, but this practice allows us to give something that is not monetarily valued. When we can sit with a friend and listen to them and just offer our comfort, offer them our attention, that's what builds the deeper connections that we have with each other. And these deeper connections are what strengthen the bonds that we have in society. If we always stay on the surface, the small talk, the chit chat, and we never go any deeper than that, will that be enough to create almost like a safety net, right? That holds us all up. It's like the woven fibers And when we don't have that, we will start to see things unravel. We'll start to see people just falling through. And so it's important for us to see others suffering, to recognize it and to relate to it to something that we might have experienced, maybe not exactly, but similarly enough. We all know fear. We all have experienced uncertainty. We've all had feelings of being overwhelmed, of feeling like we've failed, feeling like we are not enough. Those are all things that we've had at some point in our lives. And the difference is, how can we take those feelings, those experiences and those emotions, and then try to relate them back to somebody else when they are going through that? So that they can be seen and they can be heard. I'll stay here for about five more breaths. Drawing suffering in. Breathing out love. Gently release your hands. Feel the residual heat of the hands that were on your body and now feeling that transfer back onto your legs or wherever you've placed your hands. And then we'll flutter the eyes open. All right. 
So hopefully this gives you a practice that you can take with you, um, this breathing practice to use whenever you're feeling really overwhelmed, when you're feeling um, like you can't read any more headlines or you've just gotten to a really kind of um, vulnerable state even in your own heart. I find that this practice is very helpful for kind of resetting how we can use our own energy and attention and do some good. And it doesn't always feel tangible the way that like it when you give a donation. <laughs> but in a way, it's, it is a donation. It's a donation of your energy, a donation of your attention. And um, a lot of times your energy and your attention are way more valuable um, to the people who need it than um, if you were to just come in and, you know, pay off their debt or whatever that is. Thank you for listening to Finding Drishti Podcast. Support this podcast with a donation via Venmo to Terry-Cohen, that's spelled T-E-R-R-I-K-O-E-N, and telling your friends and family. You can find my live online teaching schedule at findingdrishti.com.